Hey, I'm Zanzi and welcome to Farmer's Inside Track. This is episode 258. I'm your host, Dornumdu. In this edition, we focus on plant parasitic nematodes. Professor Driki Fori, Technical Product Lead for Seed Care at Syngenta, chats to Food from Zanzi journalist Octavius Pandil about the management of plant parasitic nematodes in grain, leguminous and vegetable cropping systems with a focus on root knot and lesion nematode systems. Over to you, Octavia. Thanks, Dawn. Professor Drikifari, welcome to Farmers Inside Track. It is such a pleasure having you here with us to discuss nematodes and the impact it has on farmers. Can you share with us what are nematodes and why is it so important for farmers to know about them? Thank you. It is very important to first point out that there are different groups of nematodes. Let us start with the beneficial ones. They are the terrestrial ones occurring in the soil, playing a very important role in nutrient cycling, and they also feed on other organisms. I can give an example here of the entomopathogenic nematodes that control economically important insect pests this way. And then there is the parasitic nematodes that parasitize animals, humans, and plants. And we will look at the latter group. The plant parasitic ones are the ones that we are going to discuss and focus on, and they are microscopic small organisms. The biggest one is about 11 millimeters long and only a few micrometers in diameter. And you can only see it with a naked eye as a little threat in a counting dish when it is extracted in water and when an expert is counting and identifying it. But generally, they can only be seen through the lenses of a microscope. Their bodies are also mainly transparent and that make them even more difficult to see. But very important, these organisms are aquatic organisms and they live in the water film around soil particles. So we find them in soils, agricultural soils, in our gardens and in water bodies, both fresh and salt water. And then very important, of course, in the snow in places like Antarctica. Thank you so much, Prof. Can you share with us a little bit on what type of crops or plants does nematodes grow? This is also a very interesting one. Plant parasitic nematodes attack, infect and parasitize the majority of plants existing on Earth. The big problem is that the economically most important groups such as the root knot and lesion nematodes have a very wide host range and therefore they are so difficult to control. Other groups such as the cis nematodes, which are also economically important, had a generally restricted host range of only a few plants and therefore managing them is a bit easier. Now, often we also find our gardeners bringing in plants from their own home gardens that are infected with plant parasitic nematodes. So it's really a wide range of plants and crops. You've mentioned how tiny nematodes are. So at the end of the day, what farmers cannot see can definitely hurt their production in the long run. So when it comes to nematodes, what are the signs to the naked eye that farmers can become aware of And where should farmers go to seek more help if they think plants and crops are encroached with nematodes? Since nematode-induced symptoms are similar to those caused by other biotic and abiotic stresses, it's not easy to identify them. 
But when farmers see spots of poor growing plants in their fields, that is usually the most typical sign of nematode infection. Due to the small size of these organisms, they can't move very far on their own, and hence they cause these damage in the small patches. But these damage usually enlarge over seasons due to the use of implements that spread the soil, also runoff water, you know, during heavy rainfall spells, and wind can also be a factor that spreads nematodes. But besides this, farmers then also have to look for yellowing of leaves of plants, stunting of plants, and wilting. And then the most important, they have to remove the plants from the soil and look for the symptoms on the underground plant pots. For example, our top one rated nematode pest worldwide, the root knot nematodes, causes knots or galls on roots or tubers of crops. While lesion nematodes again cause darkened necrotic lesions on roots. But this is difficult because these lesions can resemble the damage caused by other pathogenic fungi or bacteria. And therefore, it's very important that farmers take these infected plant pots with the surrounding soil to a diagnostic lab for analysis and recommendations. Now, I only talked here about the below ground damage, but it's very important that farmers also realize that aerial parts of plants can also harbor pathogenic nematodes. For example, weeds and grass crops are damaged this way and the kernels, their quality adversely affected. Can farmers try and prevent the growth of nematodes and how can they do that? Yes, they can do that. And the first most important thing is that they need to know the status of the nematode infection and the nematode pests occurring in their fields. That is crucial. They also have to know more about the beneficial nematodes too. And these days, the diagnostic labs also enable identification of these nematodes because soil health is a much discussed topic and these nematodes serve as bioindicators of soil health. So farmers can prevent or try to limit the damage by using various management strategies. So very important here also is that the history of the field is crucial in terms of the rotation crops used and the rotation crops that the farmer will be using. Because if a farmer can use a variety of a certain crop that has a poorer host status for the target nematode pest, that can help a lot to reduce the densities of such a nematode pest. Then using cover crops is another option and it is also gaining popularity. That will also assist enhancing soil health of the field while reducing nematode densities because we have some of these cover crops that are poor hosts for the target nematodes. But most important, nematicides are still the most widely and popular strategy used to reduce densities in the short term. However, the older generation products with adverse effects on the environment and non-target organisms, and here I refer to animals, humans, and beneficial organisms, are withdrawn increasingly from markets. Luckily, we are seeing that new generation products with favorable profiles 
to the environment and the non-target organisms are being registered on markets and they can be used by producers. But very important, no single strategy will result in total eradication of nematodes. In fact, not even an integrated strategy or approach will do that. So farmers have to integrate the different strategies to enable sustainable crop production. Prof, I'm quite curious, are there specific seasons that nematodes grow in plant or crops or are they quite unpredictable? I must first say this, we must remember that nematodes are in the soil. They are just waiting for the correct or favorable conditions that will enable them to hatch from the eggs and infect the plants and feed. So if the host plant is there, if the nematode pest then can hatch from the eggs or can recover from the survival state that it has been in, for example, during winter, and our environmental conditions are favorable, nematodes will attack crops and other plants. So it's very difficult to say that during this season, they are predicting low rainfalls, so nematodes will be a big problem. It depends also on the frequency of the rain. That is also important. And more important, if it rains and the nematodes are allowed to, for example, hatch from the eggs, they infect the plants, and then for a period there's no rain, the plant will be under stress. And that plant will especially suffer in terms of growth and yielding its potential. So that is something that we try to ensure farmers to make sure that they take samples before a next growing season so that we can see what is the residing nematode population in the soil and we can go from there to make recommendations for nematode control during the next season. And finally, what is your advice to farmers who are learning about nematodes for the first time? What are those necessary steps they need to take at this point? It is so important that we need to learn every day. And I will give farmers this advice. Go and find out about nematodes. Go to the farmer information days that they are held by various organizations, institutions in South Africa. They are experts at university and institutions like the Agricultural Research Council that will be able to assist them to learn more about this topic. Then the crop industries such as Grain SA, the Protein Research Foundation, Potato South Africa and others, they also have connections and they usually fund nematode research projects and farmers can learn from them and also ask them to put them in contact with nematode experts. Then we have the Nematological Society of Southern Africa. We are on the internet and on the internet also there's a wealth of information about nematodes. So farmers, they have caught blanche in terms of learning about nematodes. Thank you so much, Octavia, and it is absolutely great having you join us here on Farmers Inside Track. Professor Driki Fari, Technical Product Lead for Seed Care at Syngenta for Africa and the Middle East. I understand it so much better now. All right, and that's a wrap. You can, of course, read more on this topic by visiting www.foodformzanzi.co.za. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. 
from me, Do Numdu, Octavius Mandel, our technical producer, Megan van der Fent, and the rest of the hashtag Team Food from Zanzi. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.